Welcome to Share the Bytes, episode 27, Perseverance Has Landed. Hey, Grant. Ian, good to see you. Yes, long time no see, and it's been a while, but... We've got some extraordinary news in this podcast. Yep, we're spacey again this time. Yep. So if people haven't heard, we've landed another rover on Mars. Hooray! (laughs) The seven minutes of uh, entry, descent, and landing were a little scary, but it went off without a hitch. We both watched it live. Yep. And this rover is called Perseverance. It's an appropriate name given the uh, pandemic going on these days. It is indeed. It is indeed. And it's a very unique uh, rover in the sense that, I mean, each rover that goes to Mars has its own mission. Uh, the one before it, Curiosity, has the seismic probe that didn't quite work out as planned, but, you know, it's still sending a whole bunch of uh, data back. And then there was Spirit and Opportunity uh, before that one. But this one is different in many ways one was the landing and then another part of it is it has a buddy called ingenuity that's a part of it ingenuity is a huge first uh you mean the landing as far as the ropes were concerned yeah so yeah let's start with the landing because as you said there was a nail biting seven minutes and well (laughs) any rover landing on mars is nail biting for sure but this one was particularly interesting because it was different. Unlike the ones before it where they had like either just lots of parachutes or it was landed with it within like a giant balloon that landed on the ground and bounced. This mm-hmm. one actually had a hovering rocket as part of well, its landing. Well, I mean, apparatus. this rover, instead of being the size of a little uh, VW Beetle or something like that, a bug, so a small car, this one was bigger. This was an SUV size. Yeah. So they, I guess they chose a different landing method uh, based on the weight. I would. Uh-huh. Yeah, so this one, once the chutes had deployed and slowed it down, you know, the chutes finally disengaged, and then it was basically, I don't know how you would call it, almost like a hovering spaceship, but it was something that used rockets to keep itself steady. And then it actually lowered the Perseverance rover down through a crane. In well, hang on. Hang on. You skipped another first on this mission. Okay. What's that? The, the other first, obviously, was the uh, autopilot. Oh, yes, that's right. Why don't you talk about that? It was a, I think they call it the hazard avoidance system. And basically it looked at where it was and how it was coming down. And it made its own decisions on exactly where to land that was be the safest. And, uh, you know, it's basically like an autopilot for a car these days that we're, some people are getting used to. I'm not yet, but uh, uh, it just drove itself to the final destination. It had maps that were accurate of the landing area and uh, was able to pick a good spot. Yeah, because it also had uh, radar as part of it. So even though you have accurate maps, you don't really know if there's going to be a big boulder right there where it landed. So Just in case something changed, (laughs) just like in real life. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was real amazing. It was just like uh, 
let it uh, land itself, find the best position, and it worked fl- uh, flawlessly, really. It landed, and it sent yeah, its first really picture happy. back uh, immediately after it landed. When scientists are happy, they say nominal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could see the uh, everybody cheering for joy at G- JPL there as it landed, uh, jumping up and down, hugging yep. and clapping each other. It, it's well worth it, and it's it's always amazing yeah. to be a part of that experience watching something like this happen. It's a little piece of history, you know, going to another planet and, uh, you know, increasingly capable rovers and, uh, yeah. And then, you know, new features, which we're about to go into. Yeah. Yeah. So Perseverance landed and its mission is to look for habitable, habitable conditions on Mars. Yes. Because they've already shown through you know, imagery and previous rovers that there was you know, large bodies of water there on Mars. And so with each rover, I think they've sent just more sophisticated instruments and everything like that. So, yeah, yeah, this one's really trying to look for, you know, what they say, you know, past microbial life to see if right. you know, anything still exists there or what did exist. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting to see uh, if they're going to find it uh, when they keep looking. Um, you know, the scientific method is a little boring until you uh, disprove something uh, enough times that it's a given. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. so the rover launched back in July 30th, 2020, and then it landed February 18th, 2021. So that's Let's say July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. Yeah, seven months, seven month trip to Mars. Yeah, all three of the missions that came from Earth uh, launched in that little window that comes every two years. Yeah, and that's the reason why is because that that's the closest that the two planets are together from you know the trajectory. So they exactly. got to think about fuel, you know, how fast landing parameters, all that wonderful stuff, and. To me, it's just yeah, kind of mind-boggling that they've figured all of this out. The Chinese mission is really trying to bite off a big chunk by sending both a orbiter and a lander, right? Yes. So yeah, it was where we're sending like one thing at a time, like once a decade. Yeah, they're going for all at once. In fact, the Mars Orbital Surveyor has even been a critical part of this mission for our perseverance. Yeah, the communications relay we heard about uh, during the landing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so really, you, there are times where hey, you wouldn't have communications because you know the planets weren't weren't aligned, and you know that's been mitigated quite a bit, uh, quite a bit by having yeah. a dedicated satellite around Mars orbit. Yeah, with all the satellites we've been putting around Earth, I'm sure a GPS system will be going around Mars pretty soon, just so all these scientific <laughs> missions can. <laughs> figure out where they are and, you know, draw their own maps. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Perseverance. What do we know about it? We know it's looking for past microbial life. Yes. And then we also know that this rover has more cameras on it than any rover before. And a microphone for the first time, right? Yeah, yeah two microphones. So I'm kind of curious two, if I'm they're sorry. if they're trying to get stereo or if it's just you know one side or the other. But I'm sure, yeah, two <laughs> microphones redundancy. That's what you need. 
Uh-huh. And the last time I remember a microphone going onto a Mars mission, I can't remember the name of this particular rover, but it was the one that was lost because uh-huh. when it crash landed because you know the engineering teams had failed to convert between metric and imperial. I remember that, yeah. And that was supposed to be the big one of saying, hey, we'll finally get the first sounds of Mars in the microphone. But that rover, unfortunately, was just destroyed yep. on landing. So here's our next Space chance. Space is a dangerous place. Yes, it is indeed. Yeah, so with 19 cameras, they should be able to get some really incredible pictures of Mars and some really interesting detail of the surface. Yeah, I mean, the scientific instruments, they just keep uh, increasing. And just because it's later and they have better technology now, uh, they get more sensitive, uh, more resolution, uh, better communications. Uh, They're not using lasers yet, but they're testing that out in some other uh, missions I've heard Mm -hmm. for communications to speed things up a bit. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, and I know eventually the plan is, is to actually bring back samples of Mars back to Earth. Yeah, um, some future we missions. Didn't so looking forward to that. that. So what? So we talked about the landing, and uh-huh. how that was brand new. We talked about how its mission uh, for you know, past microbial life and water. Uh huh. But what do I think the coolest things about this particular rover is? Yes. It's got a buddy to it called Ingenuity. Ingenuity is very smart. Yeah. <laughs> and what this is, I mean, it's basically a drone. Yeah. If you think about it. The first ever takeoff from a foreign planet. Yep. So it's, it's a mini helicopter. Uh, I think it's like a two-blade system, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the blades rotate in opposite yeah. directions or something. Yeah. But this one is not necessarily the you know point of, you know, uh, looking for life and uh, you know and assisting perseverance for that, but it's really a kind of a test of saying, "Hey, is it possible to fly on Mars?" And it's a navigation aid so that they can uh, plan out where to go for the ground, yeah. <laughs> the ground game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is a helicopter that's actually planned for just a handful of flights, uh, five. Mm-hmm. But you know, knowing NASA that if they can get more than five out of, out of it, they certainly will. Those rovers, uh, they're like the Energizer money. They just keep going and going and oh, going. Yeah. yeah, Spirit and Opportunity. I think, you know, I think, I can't remember. I think it was Opportunity that died. I'm not sure. We'll have to look it up. But I think the other one's still going 20 some odd years later. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's fantastic. So, so for Ingenuity, yep. What what Wikipedia says is you now each flight is planned to be around you know for altitudes from ten to sixteen feet uh-huh. above the ground. And that's three to five meters. Yeah, in metric. Uh, and it's at five flights. And really, you know, it's a concept to see. Hey, is there is it feasible to fly? Is this maybe a new method of transportation? Yeah, I saw a little clip on. Um how they were trying to simulate the atmosphere here on earth and testing it in their uh, pressure chambers and stuff. The atmosphere atmosphere is thinner uh, there than it is here. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I, I'm sure it's going to do well as long as there's no mechanical failures or failures or anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So the plan is, is, you know, it's going to take 
about you know several anywhere from two to four weeks for them just for your perseverance just to check out all the systems before they even move the rover right but eventually when it does get to its main mission at some point what it does is it'll drop ingenuity off and i believe it's housed on the belly of Uh perseverance and what it'll do is it'll drop it off and then drive away giving some you know safe distance i saw that video yeah yeah and then once perseverance is at a safe point then they will do the runs with ingenuity right now um you and i have been you know sort of following along and uh i've been watching the nasa live channel uh that you know loops a lot of stuff um if there's nothing going on they just loop old stuff uh and sort of a variety of what nasa does which is interesting sometimes um usually it's interesting but sometimes more than others um is that where you're tuning in to see all this stuff too yeah well i too i i watched you know again for the live landing youtube yeah Yeah, just like you on youtube yeah and it's a great uh, site uh but there's also the mars 2020 webpage and that's the main homepage for perseverance so that Mm -hmm. has a lot of content there you know we'll share that link in the blog post right for the podcast uh, but yeah you know, it's one of those things that you know for the past 10 years yeah you know, i've seen you know bits and pieces of them talking about it anywhere from on youtube or some of the websites i visit and even on pbs uh, one thing we haven't mentioned yet is you know nasa always likes to encourage engineers and scientists of the future Yes. And so they always engage in educational opportunities with schools all over the world, really. Interesting contests. And uh, you can use ham radio to talk to the uh, astronauts on the International Space Station and yeah. uh, engaging kind of activities like that. Yeah. And in this case, uh, for both Perseverance and Ingenuity, they did something I think was really awesome and that they came up with the names through a contest and of recommend you know suggestions and the reasons behind it and perseverance and engineering were actually named after you know two high school students they were named by the high school students yeah Uh, hopefully hopefully there's no high school students wandering around with those names yes (laughs) yeah Yeah. but these these are you know it's wonderful to see this type of engagement Uh, again we'll include some more information of you know who these students are but you know to Say that, hey, a kid named a yeah. rover and a helicopter that is currently sitting on the surface yeah. of another planet is just incredible. Yeah, to have your name on a chip, you know, with all the other people that went into the mission, you know, that's also a contribution. Mm-hmm. That's a recognition of all the hard work that went in during the pandemic. Uh, you know, this mission started well before uh, no, anybody knew that COVID-19 was going to uh, hit in the way it did. And we're still trying to find a way out, <laughs> yep. it seems, and the election and everything that's been going on these days. Yeah. So it's, you know, for starting off 2021, we're already uh, second month in. But, you know, yep. if, if we can continue on this path of inspiration and big achievements, you know, I think it'll be a good year. Yeah, um, on Share the Bytes, you know, we have a little spreadsheet where we uh, talk about the future uh, shows and the sh- episodes and the, um, what we want to talk about. And a few of them have to do with the, uh, 
the moon program Artemis. And uh, we've done several already on 3D printing in space and uh, the private space race and, uh, you know, a lot of interesting uh, episodes related to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got a a lot coming up here. We're going to keep recording and sending out episodes. And again, we're just crazy about space. And, you know, if uh, hopefully we'll get some more information as perseverance and ingenuity continue along. And I'm, I don't think this will be our last discussion about uh, this Rover. Definitely not. The, I, I was looking at the list. Uh, crew dragon two is the other episode we did, right? Yep. Yeah. About SpaceX. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see where it's going. I think that uh, NASA and these uh, audacious goals that they've set for themselves, and it may not be boots on the ground and, 2026 or you know their previous goal but they said they might have to relax that a bit but i think that the nasa missions both to observe the planet and to observe other planets and uh the privatization and uh you know the way that nasa is sort of leading into the unknown exploration is not only you know part of who human beings are but also who our country is about you know having uh, been all immigrants or a lot of immigrants uh, here, but it sets a lofty goal that really is kind of worthy of aspiration and inspiration uh, for the country. Yes, yes, indeed. And before we finish off, uh, is like you were mentioning, like our previous episodes. You know, I do have to tie this in because we started the show really about talking about technology computers and linux Uh and one of the incredible things that i recently learned is that linux is now on mars yay (laughs) it's part of the operating system for ingenuity it is running a version of the linux kernel so part of the uh figment of our imagination that linux is taking over the world yes (laughs) so Yes, there's lots of opportunity there. So yeah, if you're interested in technology or you know where it's going, hey, Linux is a good place to start. I think. You know, when you can really dig into it, you know, I mean, the reason I got started in Linux is because, a, it was there, and uh, you know, I could be my own sysadmin on my own box, and uh, if you want to dig deep, you can see all of it, literally all of it, including the source code to the kernel. Um, and you, you can't do that with, you know, proprietary operating systems. And that's one of the reasons I think that Linux is, uh, you know, evolved the way it has. I think it's a, a wonderful thing. Yep. Like the GPL licensing of many of the components. Yeah, I agree. So got a lot of opportunity. I think it's going to be used more. Again, Crew Dragon X has a Linux a version of Linux on it. Uh-huh. Now we've got it on Ingenuity. I'm sure, yep. you know, future technologies are going to be using it and i can't wait to talk about it me too i guess we'll uh, have to wait till next time all right well until then grant take it easy all right ian okay and to all of our listeners out there thanks for joining us once again and we will see you later check you next time bye Here's our next chance. Space is a dangerous place. Yes, it is indeed.
<laughs> yeah, so 19 cameras. Okay, we got it. So we said space is a dangerous place. Yes. <laughs> so is your laptop. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, in the world of post-production, they, they will never know. Exactly. Yeah.